I'm William Prince, and you're listening to the Sunday Verse. Mm. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second season of the Sunday Verse. We're here at the Song Shop in Winnipeg, Manitoba, the studio where I recorded my first record, Earthly Days, Reliever, and now my new album, Gospel First Nation. I'm sitting safely distanced across from my good friend and producer, Julie Penner. Hi, William. Hi, Julie. It's nice to see you. Wonderful to see you. Wonderful to see anybody. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know. Last time I saw you, you were just about to release Reliever. Yeah, a few years ago now. It's, uh, you know, back in, back in February, the record came out. And it was supposed to be the start of all things new and making our way into the States and uh, a number of other things. And the songs just came to serve the people in the way that they are now. What a, what a change since we've last been together. It feels like we're at a funeral, you know? We're, uh, we're grieving these routines, these places we used to go. Oh, how easy it was to grab the, the frosty beer and some wings and watch your not-so-bad, you know, favorite team lose in a public space. And uh, I started to think about those things and how uh, it's changed. What a, what a time. I hope you have the right partner for the end of the world. That's what I'm learning. I've a lot of things have been revealed to me. And of course, um, my son grows more vibrant and bright every single day. And it's, um, it's in this time, this, uh, gathering of feelings, so to say that I kind of resorted to singing songs that made me feel comfort with that kind of feeling of loss. I, I thought of doing the the live streams going on the internet i've i've i worked so hard to avoid the internet in my career and not singing to a phone from my living room and all of a sudden you know i've i've seen tom jones from his living room you know what a time <laughs> it's uh it's interesting how things change in that way you know <laughs> and uh here we are so singing these songs brought me to gospel first nation brought me to this new record of showing music from where I I grew up. A geographical sound imprint, that's what I've been calling it. You know, this is true folk music, Julie. This This is where we dive into an area where we see First Nations people singing songs as if they're wearing a cowboy hat or from hearing things like John Fogarty and Hank Williams and the great Johnny Cash and all these, all these gentlemen, all these great artists who have been in touch with uh, the spiritual side, I guess their origin, you know, that's what I, I think this is. It's, it's, a, it's a look at the origin of where music came into my life most profoundly. I was uh, so excited when you told me that you'd recorded a gospel album. It made so much sense to me after our conversations earlier this year. Um, just felt like a natural place for you to go. But do you, do you find, has anyone been surprised that you've done this? Well, uh, like I say, it, it shouldn't be a surprise. I, I've openly touched on faith before and just my belief in 
and uh, and how I, I feel like gratitude is the thing propelling all of this forward. You know, I had a moment of almost panic, I think, in the fear of everything going on, wondering, will it matter again? Will these records matter? You know, we're really, I asked for clarity in 2020 and we've received it. You know, we see that our families are important and our health, like those are the, should be the top of the, the mountain. So I was humbled by it. I thought maybe five, six albums from now, I would finally look into this part of my soul and who I am as a person, but I'm not guaranteed tomorrow. That's one of the lessons you take is that I would hate for my time to come to an end through whatever thing, health or circumstance, and I I wouldn't have touched on these things. And I think this is a way for Reliever to still exist in 2020. While people have been asking me for more, something to listen to, something because they're enjoying the songs. And for all the people that say they would listen to me sing the phone book, let me, let me do you one better. Let me take you to a place where I'll sing some of the first songs I ever learned how to sing. I truthfully admit, I didn't know what I was singing. I was learning. I was learning the message attached to it. And, oh, there's a savior, there's a God. And if we do well enough by him, we're promised a place, literally the promised land. And I see the flaws in that. I see the holes in the logic as a scientist, as a believer in fact, and checking out things for myself. But I can't explain the feeling that I have in the dialogue that I keep with a creator. Uh, a lord and savior of some sort. I was taught to have an ongoing relationship with it. My my mom practicing a, a daily prayer of thanks, just to humble yourself before something. It does help your karma. It does help you along in life. It's good. I couldn't imagine a life without that kind of conversation. So this is my take on the first songs I learned how to to sing with my dad it takes me back to a time where I felt a peace. Why is this an important album to release right now? Gospel First Nation is important now because of the conversations we're having on the day-to-day. You know, I think as Canadians, sometimes we're quick to say, at least we're not as bad as the States. <laughs> And you see what's going on with Black Lives Matter. And these things have been going on for so long. It's just that we're fortunate to have cameras now. And from that, we're exposing an underbelly of control, a system designed to oppress people. And one of the tools was religion. Subscription to a program that would change who you are, give hope to the hopeless and I see the damage that something like that can do. The Canadians who say we're not as bad, we're just beneath the floorboards. This prominent nation is built on the idea of getting rid of the original inhabitants. Colonization, assimilation, taking the native people that were here, pre-contact, wiping out their culture, and doing it through song and the idea that there's a man who will deliver you to the promised land one day. So I get it. 
Why on earth would a First Nations man sing the song of the oppressor? Why would you want to put this on tape? And I own that from the start. It may not resonate the same with some people who have lost way more to the Christian influence, but at the same time, I can't deny where a big part of me comes from, and that's learning these songs, these old hymns. I like to say that I am just as much the great-great-great-great-grandson of Chief Pegwis, the founder of the Reserve, as much as I am, you know, Edward Sr., his great-great-grandson, you know, his grandson, where he was singing with his baritone voice, singing these old hymns to people with a pump organ at the Prince Memorial Chapel, you know, there since 1929. I've been saying that this album's 100 years in the making, really. I think of songs passed down to me by my dad, songs that he learned when he was a child. We're going to touch on that later, too. Has there been a time in your life where it's been difficult to reconcile those two things, like your obvious love and appreciation of growing up in that environment, uh, a Christian household and surrounded by gospel music, but then also knowing how much damage Christianity has done to your people? I mean, has it taken you a while to get to this place? I think this album is me delving into that finally. This is the first of me trying to explore my indigenous identity, I guess. I worked hard to be heard as a singer-songwriter, as a writer, because I think as an indigenous person, a First Nations person, you always have to do a little bit extra to prove that you're worthy of this. Like, wow, he's really great for a First Nations singer. I've never seen a First Nations man do that before. And it's like, oh, thank you, you know? Like, this is me finally lending myself a bit to the history of that. It is two birds, one stone, so to say. People ask about my connection to faith. People have inquired about what it means to be First Nations. That seems to be the first question all the time. And like, maybe this will help lay it out that I didn't come from burning sweet grass and participating in sweats and all these things that people think are automatic. The truth is, uh, sorry, I, I was raised by the other program, <laughs> you know, the one that was put in place so that it's easier for us to have this conversation. You know, let's just say it like raised a little more white. My dad said right from the very beginning, how you speak is how people will treat you. If I could talk and sing with authenticity and be real and have something to say and just mean it, then it'll help you get farther in life. It'll at least help and even out with education and knowledge of what you're talking about. Maybe it'll help you remove any negativity or pre-associations that people will have because of you just being a First Nations person. Well, let's get to the song that we're going to feature in this first episode, which is the title track. The first line is, Jesus just might live down in Fisher Bay. Yeah, that, that song has been around for a while now. It's a song I've been hoping to share, and uh, it talks about a very special place where 
my dad and I would hold service with each other. You know, um, I was always his guy to talk to, his rock in a way. And I, I took that with great pride at the time when I could be 16 and drive up there and talk to my dad about various things. And, oh, I'm struggling in university. Come out to, uh, come out to Pegasus for the weekend and have a good meal and a rest and take that drive up to this place and look out over the water and just reconnect to the, to the earth, find serenity of some sort. When you're piling up all these problems like it's the end of the world, you just take a moment and reflect, hey, I am grateful to be alive, I'm grateful to be here. Thank you so much for listening to The Sunday Verse. This is the title track from my new album, Gospel First Nation. Jesus just might live down in Fisher Bay Blending in amongst the boats and line When it comes the winter Nobody seeks the Savior anyhow He could just hide out Past the broken hoops in that old Bible camp A winding road will lead you to the mound there's beer cans on the pulpit, clanking like a choir Diamond-covered baggies on the ground Up there on Gospel First Nation The highway feels like salvation In days of childhood, wondered how I would Wind up where I am today just need to see it for yourself Does something for your health If we left right now I could show you I swear Jesus just might live Alone with all our sins In Fisher Bay, Manitoba Sure sign of some sinner slapping things in part Leaving their communion scattered in the dark You could sit for hours and only hear the sound of the trees Keeping the lake and sky apart Me and my old man would drive up to this place Talk about our lives and talk about the stakes Often he would bring about the time his younger brother drowned And he was thankful that he only lost his legs Up there on Gospel First Nation The highway feels like salvation In days of childhood, wondered how I would Wind up where I am today just need to see it for yourself Does something for your health If you left right now I could show you Oh, Jesus just might live Alone with all our sins In Fisher Bay, Manitoba
Up there on Gospel First Nation The highway feels like salvation In days of childhood Wondered how I would Wind up where I am today Just need to see it for yourself Does something for your health And left right now I can show you Fisher Bay, Manitoba I know my Savior lives Peaceful in a house without any kids Somewhere like Fisher Bay, Manitoba Somewhere like Fisher Bay, Manitoba